You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Can you give our worship team a clap offering because they have escorted us to the wonderful presence of God. Amen. Amen. And with that, I invite you all to lift up your hands and pray our favorite prayer here at the feast. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's Word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved. I'm God's servant, and I'm God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Continue clapping to God, amen. Praise to Jesus. Because the, the intro of the talk is a little bit long, but I bet you this. You will delight in it, and you will be blessed today. Can you tap the person beside you? Look at that person. If that person is still awake, and tell that person, you will be blessed today. Amen. We're still on our series, Closer. And the series we are talking about is about the book of very good, Leviticus. And just to give you a quick review, Leviticus is one of the important books because it's at the center of the Torah. Can you say that word, Torah? Torah was the Bible of the Israelites back then. It only had five books. So those five books were Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, and Numbers. And the core message of the series is that God wants us to be closer to Him. Can you say that word, closer? Di ba mas masaya kapag yung mahal mo sa buhay, malapit sa'yo, closer? Can you look at the person beside you? Is that a person that you love? Sabi mo nga sa kanya, closer. Amen. And what I love about this is that what we're doing here at the feast, we're really breaking down this book of the Bible. Are you enjoying the series so far? Di ba ang saya? Kasi mas napapalalim yung pangintindi mo dito sa Old Testament. Dati po talaga, kahit ako, aminado ako, yung Old Testament, di ko masyado maintindihan. Mas nakaka-relate ako sa New Testament. Would you agree? But now that we're doing this, I'm slowly realizing and seeing that the God that Jesus was talking about is actually the same God that is there in these earlier books. Do you agree? And the big message of the talk today is this. God is our oxygen. Can you say that word, oxygen? Alam mo yung oxygen, ang tingin ko talaga dyan, because it's so abundant, most of us neglect its importance. Do you agree? Can you all inhale? Exhale. Ayan, di ba? Kung hindi ka nag-toothbrush at nakamask ka, mararamdaman mo yan pag exhale. Joke. Pero diba, dahil it's so abundant, some, some of us don't even worry about it anymore because it's already there. I know some of you worry more about mobile data. Diba, ba't ang bagal? Ba't di ako makakonect? Pero oxygen, hardly. Many of you won't worry about it. Do you agree? 
But I want to proclaim this truth today. God is our oxygen. And if God is like oxygen, then the truth is this. Without oxygen in our life, without God in our life, we die. Amen? Amen. Do you feel alive being here at the feast? It's because God is here. Amen? Amen. Can you give a clap offering to God? So in today's talks, we will also explore that idea. Because it's a reality for some people. And I know some of you will relate to this. Diba minsan nararamdaman mo, Lord, alam ko namang nandyan ka eh, parang oxygen. Alam ko naman laging nandyan yung pagmamahal mo. Bakit merong mga pagkakataon sa buhay ko na hindi ko masyadong nararamdaman? Have you ever, in that, have you ever been in that kind of situation? Na Lord, bakit ganon? Nandyan ka naman, but I can't feel you. We will address that in the talk today. Because here's what we also believe in. Like, just like oxygen, there is no lack in the supply of oxygen. You can have all that you want. It's like eat all you can. Like buffet, diba? But the problem sometimes is this. There is a lack in your capacity to absorb the oxygen that is already there. How do I know that? Because several years back, I had a really bad cough. You know, mga two weeks kang inuubo. Tapos yung pag umubo ka, masakit na yung tagiliran mo. Hindi ka na makatulog hanggang nilagnat na ako. Yung asawa ko, dinala na ako sa ER. Mabilis na story, na-confined po ako. And I had pneumonia. I was confined for five days. But on the very first day, I could not forget, the doctor, aside from giving antibiotics, scheduled nebulizations every six hours. And after the first nebulization, nakakahinga na ako ng maayos. Eh dati, dahil may bata ako at nagkahika ako noon, alam ko that nebulization works, but I never really understood how it works. So nung nag-grounds yung doktor ko, tinanong ko siya, Dok, ano ba yung laman ng nebulizer na yun? Bakit effective? Ang sabi niya sa akin, ah, that's a bronchodilator. What it does, it's, it opens up your bronchial tubes. So that when you inhale, you get to absorb more oxygen. That's the reason why you're breathing well. Ah, I see. Why am I sharing this? It's because it's like that. You need dilators so that you can absorb more the presence and the love of God. Do you want that? Do you want to absorb more the presence and love of God? Then we'll do that today. And the surprising thing that we can learn from Leviticus is this. That one dilator or one way for you to absorb God more is through rituals. Can you say that with me? Rituals. Husbands or boyfriends, look at your partner. Uy, ba't nahiya kayo? Ayaw mo tingnan. Do you know one reason bakit maganda yan, yung minamahal mo? You wanna know why? It's because of rituals. May nighttime skincare ritual yan. May morning time SPF skincare ritual yan. May night cream, day cream. Ako po kasi ice cream lang talaga. Okay, nak. So may rituals. Rituals are important. Another thing in this, even in the feast, we have elaborate rituals. Do you know that even before you take a seat there this morning, a prayer ministry has been praying for every seat. Lord, take away the bad spirits here. Lord, take away the spirit of distraction here. Kaya pakansin mo dito, hindi ka inaantok, nakikinig ka lagi. Because these rituals have been used for you to even further experience the presence of God. Amen? 
And today we'll talk about that in Leviticus, the ritual of the ordination of their priests. Let's read this verse from Leviticus chapter 8, verse 1 to 6. Sabi don, Then the Lord said to Moses, Bring Aaron and his sons along with their sacred garments, the anointing oil, the bull for the sin offering, the two rams, and the basket of bread made without yeast. And called the entire community of Israel together at the entrance of the tabernacle. So Moses followed the Lord's instructions and the whole community assembled at the tabernacle entrance. Moses announced to them, this is what the Lord has commanded us to do. Then he presented Aaron and his sons and washed them with water. Ano pong nangyari dito? Yung panahon kasi nila... Yung Levitical priests nila was very similar to the priests that we have today. Diba yung mga priests natin ngayon, have you ever seen an ordination? Diba it's a beautiful ceremony. It lasted for hours pagka sa atin. Pero sa kanila, the Levitical priests would take them seven days to ordain them. So ito yung preparation na yun. So let's continue reading. Ito namang sin na to, as before I read it, I want you to put it in the context para mas ma-appreciate nyo. Kasi di ba Moses was the father, Aaron were his children. So parang, isipin mo yung, are you familiar with wedding day videos? Yung SDE? Same day edit? Di ba merong scene doon that the camera pans, yung mga damit nung groom, makikita mo yung sing-sing niya, yung mga isusot niya. Tapos the next scene, ano mangyayari? Yung magulang niya. Binibihisan siya for the wedding ceremony. It's a little bit like that. So let's read from Leviticus chapter 8, verse 7 to 9. He put the official tunic on Aaron and tied the sash around his waist. He dressed him in robe and placed the ephod on him and attached the ephod securely when, with its decorative sash. Then Moses placed the chest piece on Aaron and put the Urim and the Thummim inside it. He placed the turban on Aaron's head and attached the gold medallion, the badge of holiness to the front of the turban, just as the Lord had commanded him. Ito, we don't have time to discuss the in- intricate details, but this is a beautiful... Ano, kasi isipin mo parang bongga at magarbong garment ng priest nila back then. Yung binabanggit niya, Urim at Thummim, it's just like two stones that are symbolic. Nilalagay yun sa gitna ng chest piece. So, ganun. Uh, they dress up. We know all that. We, we, all of us know that. But it's nice to dress up. Sinong na-miss nyo yung mag-dress up during the pandemic? ba? Kasi pag Zoom meeting, ang formal sa'yo, mula taas lang pag ganun. Sa iba ba? pang bahay lang, di naman kita, eh, di ba? Pero, di ba, na-miss niyo magpamunta sa wedding, magbihes, ganito to. So, ganun, kasaya yung nangyayari, no? Just, here's a picture showing that. And, here's what happens next. Let's read the red ver- next verse from Leviticus 8, chapter 23. Then Moses took some of its blood and applied it to the lobe of Aaron's right ear, the thumb of his right hand, and the big toe of his right foot. Nakita natin yung last week eh, di ba? Hindi yun familiar sa atin. It's something foreign. But to them, yung blood is a symbol of anointing. So yung offering, yung blood nun, ginanoon sa kanya. So yun yung ginawa. It's an elaborate ritual. Pero anong mangyayari next? What happens next is nothing compared to what the ritual happened. But the ritual was important. Can you say this with me? Rituals are powerful. So now I invite you to stand up. We'll honor the word of God because we will read what will happen next. Can we all stand up? And lift up our hands as we honor the word of the Lord and sing. 
Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Here's what happened next. Then Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle, and when they came back out, they blessed the people again. And the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community. Fire blazed forth from the Lord's presence and consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. When the people saw this, they shouted with joy and fell face down to the ground. You want to know what happened? After the elaborate ritual of anointing the new priests of Israel, when they ministered to the people, the Lord came down. And to them, the symbol of the Lord's presence was the offering being consumed. Can you say with me again, rituals are powerful. Kasi ang totoo, diba, sometimes we have a bad connotation about rituals. Kasi we know some people who do rituals, empty rituals. But today, I want us to go back to the true origin of rituals. It exemplifies our faith. It exemplifies our capability to be God's channel. Can I share a story very quickly? Okay lang po. One ritual I learned to do when I started to know God was to pray before meals. Would you believe I did not grow up praying before meals? So I met God in college. When I started working, I continued praying before meals. But one time, there was this one colleague that confronted me about it. And he told me, Anong ginagawa mo? Sabi ko, nagdadasal ako sa pagkain. Kasi masaya ako eh. Binigay ni Lord. Tapos bigla niya akong tinanong, Sino bang bumili niyan? Ako. Eh di sa'yo nang galing, hindi kay Lord. Alam mo, parang medyo napahiya ako. Eh medyo bago pa ako sa faith noon. Hindi ko alam paano ko pagtatanggol. So parang naisip ko, hindi ko na nga lang gagawin. <laughs> Sorry Lord. So what I did instead was this. Pagbibili kami ng food sa cafeteria, bago ko umupo, katabi ng colleague ko, alam niyo ginagawa ko? Naglalakad pa lang ako, nagdadasal na ako. <laughs> Until God convicted me, why are you forsaking that beautiful ritual if it's blessing your life? And then I continued doing, doing praying. Kahit, kahit i-confront niya ako, kahit mapahiya ako sa kanya. You know what? Six months after, I just noticed one time, before I prayed, before my meal, my colleague that confronted me about it was also praying. Sabi ko, hala, ano nakain ito? And fast forward, you know, you want to know what? He's older than me. Bago siya ikasal, hindi pa siya nakokompil. Confirmation, di ba? It's a requirement. Wala siyang ninong. Kinuha niya akong ninong. So there we are on his core formation with seven-year-old boys, eight-year-old boys. He was 25 and a big guy. And I was there, his ninong. And when I asked him, why did you make me your ninong? He just told me. Because in the simple way that you did, you showed Jesus to me. Amen? And that's why we're talking about today that rituals are powerful. Can you say that with me again? Rituals are powerful. If done according to God's will. Amen. Can you put your hands on your hearts and let's pray? Almighty Father, we thank you because our Catholic faith is blessed with beautiful rituals. Our prayer is that we may be able to live out the essence of those rituals. 
May it not be empty rituals, Lord, but rituals that will change our lives and bless the people around us. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's lift our hands to the Word of God and sing. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Give the Lord a big hand and praise Him. You may now take your seats. And to continue what will happen in the story, marami pa pong mangyayari, please welcome Brother Lep Sumera. Praise God. Can we give Jesus a clap offering for Brother Audie and Brother Jan Ben? Amen. Were you blessed? Hallelujah. Get ready for more. Tell the person beside you, get ready for more. Odi guapo, John Ben mas guapo. Kayo po nagsabi niya. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love this story shared by Brother John Ben. Really bless us. But gaya ng mga k-drama and teleserye, akala mo okay na, pero hindi pa pala. Right? Let's continue reading. Everybody read with me Leviticus chapter 10 verse 1 to 3. Aaron's sons, Nadab, everybody say Nadab. That's Nadab, not Aldab, okay? Nadab and Abihu put coals of fire in their incense burners and sprinkled incense over them. In this way, they disobeyed the Lord by burning before Him the wrong kind of fire, different than He had commanded. So fire blazed forth from the Lord's presence and burned them up. And they died there before the Lord. And Aaron was silent. What happened to the story? Okay, ang ganda na nung une. Ang ganda na nung, nung binasa ni Brother John Ben. There's a plot twist. Everybody say plot twist. And I did not prepare for this message, but maybe it's the Holy Spirit. I want you to know, friend, that whatever story you're going through, maybe you don't like it, but there's a plot twist. God still is the one writing your story. He is not yet done. He's not yet done. Now, some of us might think, I thought God is good. I thought God is love. I thought God is merciful. Why is He cruel in this story? For just a simple mistake of the two sons of Aaron, he punished these people. My beloved friends, this is why here in the feast, we encourage everybody not to read the Bible literally. We need to know the context. Everybody say context. We need to borrow the eyeglasses of the author so that we could understand the story. You see, this story is an ancient story. And ancient stories are profoundly symbolic. The story of Nadab and Abihu in the tabernacle were actually pictures of Adam and Eve in the garden. There's a link, a hyperlink connecting this story to the Genesis story. Remember the story of Adam and Eve? They were the original priests. They were the first, the original representative of God. But we know what happened. They played God, right? 
They, they took matters into their own hand. They did not obey God. They did not trust God. And that is also what happened to Nadab and Abihu. It's the same thing. Some of us might think with what we just read, simply lang naman yung ginawa nila. Why ganito yung punishment? But the thing is, big deal po siya. Big deal ang ginawa nila. It's not just some small liturgical mistake. How do we know this? Three reasons. They entered the veil, they used a strange fire, and they ate the fruit. Sa-isahin po natin. Leviticus chapter 10 verse 1. Aaron's sons Nadab and Abihu put coals of fire in their incense burners and sprinkled incense over them. You see, friends, when we talk about incense burner, they are like sensors. They are like mark that shows that no human is allowed to enter this. Only the high priests can enter this place. And twinkelen lang, once a year lang. Because this place is the holy of holies. Foul number one. They went in there even though they are not allowed to be there. Next. Verse 2. The wrong kind of fire, different than he had commandment. Remember in our previous talks that we said that God is dwelling in the Mount Sinai and he invited the Israelites to go up the mountain. But the Israelites did not obey. Why? Natakot sila. They were afraid because when they look up the Mount Sinai, they saw a fiery mountain. Because you see, fire was a symbol of God's presence. And their actions, their actions of using a different fire instead of what God is commanding them, is like saying, I don't need that God. They are putting matters into their own hand. Are you getting this? They are not obeying God. Mas alam ko, Lord. Ito ang gusto ko, Lord. Foul number two. Let's move on. Verse 9. You and your descendants must never drink wine or any other alcoholic drink before going into the tabernacle if you do you will die. It makes sense. Question po. Um, single people, make some noise. Konti lang. You know what? When, 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 when somebody would ask single people, magtas ka ng kamay, sumigaw ka, why? Baka malay mo, nandito yung OTL mo. Single people, make some noise. Yan, yung iba nagtas pa. I love it. Guys, do you know someone who, after drinking a lot, who gets drunk? After noon, hindi na nila alam yung ginagawa nila. Do you know people that they don't have any idea what they said or what they did after, after they got drunk? Yung sobrang alcohol. I have a friend who drinks a lot and afterwards, she becomes an expert in English speaking. You know what? I therefore conclude 
And sometimes, she also gets emotional. Emotional and expert in speaking English. I thought she loves me. Why? Why? She was drunk. And take note that Nadab and Abihu were drunk. This is the problem. They were drunk doing their sacred work. It all makes sense, right? This is why they went over the Holy of Holies. This is why they use a strange fire. Because they are drunk. And and ininom nila? sabi kanina? ininom? Wine. And we all know that wine is made of grapes, right? Because the thing is, it is it's in the same way that Adam and Eve ate the fruit, Nadab and Abihu also ate a fruit. So at this point, I want to defend God, that God is not cruel. Question, how many of you would agree with me that oxygen is good and dangerous? Can you raise your hand? Do you agree? Yeah. May mga hindi nagtaas ng kamay, siguro nag-iisip pa. Alright lang. Okay lang po yan. Activity po tayo. Everybody, breathe in. Breathe out. One more time. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Nang may mihinga mo, no? Dahil nakamask ka. Last time. Breathe in. Hold. Hold. May naiwan lang ako sa backstage. Just kidding. Breathe out. Oxygen is good, right? You realize the oxygen is good. Because when you have it, you live. Buhay ka. And it's dangerous when you say no. Meron ba dito trip mapigilan yung hininga niya? Trip ko lang. You know what? When you try that, when you say no to oxygen, you die. Right? Ganun kasimple, you die. That's why we can't say that oxygen killed me. Hindi pwede. You can't say that. It's because of you. Tell the person beside you, it's you. It's your choice to refuse oxygen. And here, our message, we're saying that God is our oxygen. And now you're wondering where there are certain parts of your lives that you feel that you're dead. Maybe because you refuse to be closer and to be with God. Amen? Amen. So God is our oxygen. You can't live without God. So when you think about it, it is not God who killed Nadab and Abihu. No. They brought death upon themselves. I need you to listen. Short message dito ito, hindi part ng script. Because often, we blame the devil. We blame the devil when we cause that the devil caused us to sin, right? But the thing is, sometimes it's not the devil. It's another D, another letter D. Everybody say letter D. And that's your decision. It's your decision. It's your wrong decision that caused you to sin. I have made a lot of wrong decisions that has caused me to sin. That has caused me to fall. That has caused me to run away from God. One more time, everybody say decisions. 
Dasal lang tayo, quickly lang. Can you put your hand over your heart, please? Repeat after me. Lord, guide me with all my decisions. Help me to make decisions that will not detach me from your presence and from your love. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Lakpakan natin si Lord. Amen. Because sometimes, the thing is, we treat God as a stuffed toy. Saan ako po to? Hindi po akin. We treat God as a stuffed toy. That, Lord, I need you to comfort me. Lord, I'm afraid I need you to be with me. Lord, embrace me because I need you. Whenever we need Him, we run to it. We even embrace it, Right? But question, when you're happy, do you remember God? When you're happy, you just leave it behind. Lord, hindi ikaw ang option ko ngayon. Diyan ka muna. Lord, I'm happy with what I have right now. Diyan ka muna. Friends, hindi stop to yung juice. God is an oxygen. You can't live without God. Amen? Palakpakan natin si Lord. Amen. At this point, let's answer two important questions. First question, why rituals? Isn't Jesus enough? Actually, ang ganda na sinabi ni Brother John Mendito. You see, in Leviticus, God ordained the priests to do the rituals. So the priests and the rituals, they go together. All right? When, when you look at it, our beloved um, Catholic priests, they continue to do that. Uh, they lead us to Mass, to Confirmation, to, to uh, Rosary, to weddings, at iba pa, right? And that is why we get criticized um, that others are saying, ang dami yung rituals. But the thing is, they can save you because only Jesus can do that. And that is true. I believe in that. Marami mga tayong rituals, only true enough. It's only Jesus that can save it. But for me, depende yan kung anong definition mo ng rituals. Because here in the feast, our definition of rituals is they are simply a language. Everybody say language. Right. And this is important to us. It is important to you, to me. Language is very important, most especially in relationships. Everybody say relationships. Malapit na ang Feb 14. I know we are all preparing something for our OTL, for our family, for our beloved, right? And that is part of the rituals. One more specific example. Sa amin pong magasawa ni Sally, we have our rituals. That before I, I leave, before po ako pumasok sa work, I will kiss her and I will say, Bye, mommy. Alis na ako. I love you. Tulog man siya or hindi, I will do that. Basta bago ko malis. One day, we had an argument. Nainista ko. Ayaw kong tumiklop. So that day, when I was on my way to work, pinili kung hindi magpaalam. I chose not to kiss her and say, alis na ako, 
Bye, I love you. On the way to work, I receive a message. And sabi ng message yung wife ko, sabi niya, okay lang ba tayo? Takot ako. Alam niyo, from that day on, kahit we have an argument, I make it a point. Alaan niyo yung mga builder niyo, mga matatapang, hindi, takot kami sa awa namin. <laughs> Nagpaalam na, paggalit, kay litman ako, no? nagpapaalam. Because it's a ritual sa amin, sa aming relationship. The thing is this, yes, we can do empty rituals, but the problem isn't the rituals, but the person doing the rituals. Tignan na katabi, pagsabi uli sa kanya, it's you. That's right. In our previous talks, we said that in order for us to be holy, we need to hang out, we need to be with Jesus. And the thing is, Rituals don't have to be walls. Rituals are designed to be doors. They are designed to be doors. Doors that will lead us to Jesus. Doors that will lead us to be closer to Jesus. They are not walls. And at the same time, priests, priests don't have to be barriers. They are designed to be bridges. Babalikan po natin yan mamaya, Okay? And as we talk about priests, question number two, why have priests anyway? One of the core message of the book of Leviticus is priesthood. And God has a plan. Umpisa palang in the book of Genesis, God already has a plan. And that's his plan A, that all humans, men and women are called to be priests. But we all know what happened. Man failed God. So may plan B ang Diyos. God had to choose a representatives among the representatives. That's why we have Noah, we have Moses, Abraham, we have priests, right? But the thing is this, listen friends, God has not given up on plan A. No. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it was said, but you are chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. And this is a reminder for you that is here, for you that is listening. God is reminding you and me that He is calling us to be His priests. God is calling us to be his priest. No, I'm not talking about you wearing a stola, a, a sotana, no, but to be his representative in this broken world. I encourage you as we worship today, say yes to his calling. Say yes to Jesus, all right? And as we respond to this, we need a role model. We, we need an example so if we are to become priests, we need a high priest. Everybody say high priest. We need a high priest that will not fail us. And that is none other than Jesus. So we follow Jesus. We follow the heart of Jesus. We pursue to be closer to our high priest, to be closer to the Holy One, to be closer to King Jesus. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, 
visit feast.ph slash radio.